Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. The show's outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high, you'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude, fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise, it's coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great stimulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for our health guru, our friend, uh, one of our favorite authors, our favorite poet, Madam Beverly Nadler. And we want this to be the best year ever for all our friends and family and loyal listeners worldwide. Welcome to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. We are broadcasting live across America and around the world. This is the Hour to Empower with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. You always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. Log into Joyce Barry and Friends.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. You want to share these special shows with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. Be sure to check like. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us by going to our Blog Talk Radio homepage and clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. My official website is JoyceBarry.com. Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. The chat room is open. Log into the chat room, have fun, and chat away. I go back and forth into the chat room during the show to see what is going on in there. Motivation, inspiration, and an education. Positive, happy thoughts to improve your life, health, and finances. Take positive actions to create a gratifying lifestyle. Life lessons from me, your host, Joyce Barry, straight from the Coach's Corner, and then you will hear from our wonderful guest today. Folks, every day should be treated like a special day. We wish you the finest of friends, the opulence of opportunities, the magic of miracles, and the happiest of days. May this year be your best year ever. than love and positive emotions and connect that to being healthy. In a world today where there's so much darkness surrounding us, we need all the love that we can get from everywhere. And one sure way to have love is to listen to our health guru, Beverly Nadler. Today, love and positive emotions can keep your heart healthy. We start by 
the song Love is a Many Splendid Thing. It has such a great message. It won the Academy Award for Best Original Song. Today's message focuses on heart health. While Feb 14, Valentine's Day, is primarily a celebration of romantic love, there are many different kinds of love and all contribute to a healthy heart and a happier, healthier life. Join our health guru, Beverly Nadler, today as she shares many fascinating facts about love and how your thoughts about love and other positive feelings such as joy, happiness, and gratitude affects your physical heart. So, folks, yes, love is a many splendid thing and it makes the world go round and what always makes the world go round for us here at the studio is when our special guest is Beverly Nadler welcome to the show it's my pleasure of course to be here and especially to talk about such a wonderful heart opening joyful subject as love and all the positive emotions because they affect us in such a wonderful way as you said, we celebrated Valentine's Day last week, and generally that's considered a, a celebration of love, mostly romantic love. But if you ever go into a card store around Valentine's Day, which many people do because they, we're still sending out physical cards, even though there's so many cards to send out through the Internet, you may have noticed that there's cards for mothers and dads and children and grandchildren and aunts and uncles and grandparents and friends all of these people in our lives that we share something special with a special bond that we love. And love in all of its forms is a very positive emotion. It has very high vibrations. And if you've listened to our show, especially the different uh, topics that I talk about, I frequently will speak about vibration and the importance of being in harmony with positive frequencies, positive energy, and of course, love and other positive emotions do that. Deep love more than is much more than an emotion. It's actually a state of consciousness, and it's been said, and, and I will illustrate this later in the show, uh, that love can heal almost anything. I'm going to tell you an amazing true story. A loving state of consciousness is probably the most powerful healing consciousness as well. And this being Heart Month and Heart being the number one cause of illness and death, uh, we want to heal as much as possible. Sounds like a good show to me, Beverly Nadler. I have my pad ready, my pen ready, and I await your words of wisdom. <laughs> Thank you. Aside from the people that we love and the pets that we love and you know, even even petting a pet or bonding with a pet um, provoke, promotes something very special with, within us, and that's why they even bring pets into nursing homes so that the uh, people who live there can hold an animal and, and feel and give love to that animal. Uh, we use that word a lot, you know. We use it for anything that, that gives us pleasure. You know, I love chocolate, and I love that TV show, and and I love that kind of music, and I love my car. We use it for all of these things. And sometimes people put that down, but I don't. And the reason I don't put that down is because any time we are actually feeling that positive energy, regardless of what it's about. Something wonderful happens inside of our brain, and because the brain instructs every single part of our body, something wonderful is happening in our body. Whenever you love something, whenever you express that verbally or whether you demonstrate it in some way, you're actually signaling your brain to release these feel-good chemicals like endorphins and serotonin, and they reduce pain, and they actually increase disease-fighting blood cells so that they assist you in having a stronger immune system. And the, the feel-good hormone of oxytocin, um, not to be confused with a drug of a similar name, that hormone is one of bonding, one of intimacy, one of trust, a really important feel-good hormone and any time that you can do a demonstration of love or even of affection you know like cuddling or 
snuggling with your mate or a child. This is very healthy for you, and it's very healthy for the person that you're cuddling or snuggling with or giving a hug. All of this is going to release these positive brain chemicals which flood your body and your heart and assist you in regaining and maintaining better health. Beverly, this show is so interesting already, and I just have to share this one thing because we're connecting love with health. And I saw this quote, so I thought, what better time to share it? Love, a widely misunderstood, although highly desirable malfunction of the heart, which weakens the brain, causes eyes to sparkle, cheeks to glow, blood pressure to rise, and lips to pucker. And they're all very good for your health. (laughs) It's very good, and I know both of us, have a, a favorite uh, quote about um, uh, about health, which has to do with another feeling good emotion, and that is what Voltaire said: "I choose to be happy because it is good for my health." And so Absolutely. we're talking we're talking mainly about love, but we are referring to all of the positive emotions. And the most I just powerful- want to say one more thing, that love is like a password. Hard to figure out, but you always want to keep trying. Oh, that's beautiful. Yep, and it, and it, it does something for the person or the, the uh, I'm going to, not the thing. I'm going, you know, that's funny. I was going to say not the thing. Do you ever hear people saying, you know, I talk to my car, and, and when it's not working yes. right, I get it work right. Well, the truth is, and let's get deep, we're not going to go into a big discussion of it, but everything is energy and responds to energy. So even things appreciate love. And we know that flowers do because people, we say they have a green thumb. These are people who love flowers and they love to garden and their flowers blossom where someone else says, I don't know what you're doing, but, you know, not happening for me. It's not that these are bad people, but they don't have that, that deep love for flowers, and not everybody does. But it's just an interesting thing to observe how many things, and I'm saying things in addition to people and animals, respond to love. That is The most true. powerful form of love, however is what we call agape love. That's uh, what they refer to in the Bible, and it's the actual unconditional love. It is, in fact, the kind of love that we refer to when we say God loves you or God is love. You know, uh, you might have heard that expression, your God is love, and I'd like to tell you where it comes from because the derivation is very interesting. The ancient Hebrews did not have separate figures to represent numbers, so they used the letters of their alphabet. And they believed that if two words had the same numerical total, that they had a significant relationship to each other. They were, in fact, considered to be synonyms. So the Hebrew words echad and ahiba both equal 13, and therefore, as I said, they're considered synonyms. Echad is the Hebrew word for one. It is also used to represent God because there is only one God, so it represents God. And Ahiba is the Hebrew word for love. And so they both equal 13, and therefore they are the same. And thus we have God is love. Awesome. Yeah, I God is was... love, and I like to think uh, love is everywhere if only we open our eyes. So so true it is everywhere and it is the most important thing and the more things of of a a negative and fearful thing happen the interesting thing is that there is tremendous amount of bonding whenever there is a tragedy and i would like to say it would be wonderful if we didn't need tragedies to remind us of the importance that we are all united, we are all one inside the face of God and the life of God. And and that is an important thing for us to create within ourselves this feeling. And I will, in fact, have a particular exercise that I'm going to share with you, very brief, 
which will help to create feelings of love, even when you say, well, I don't feel that, how you can actually make that happen. But here I want to give you a few examples of how healing love actually is. If you hold the hand, and all of these, by the way, are researched, and they come from different universities, or they come from different healing centers or hospitals. You hold the hand of a loved one who reduced pain. They also found that if someone is in pain and, you, and you're holding the hand of a stranger, it may not necessarily reduce the actual pain, but it does go into a certain part of the brain to release positive chemicals. And they were able to see this because now we have these brain imaging machines. People in happy relationships, and this is not only with a spouse, it could be any family relationship or any good friendship, they will produce less cortisol. Now, cortisol is a stress hormone, and what it does is it actually uh, it actually suppresses the immune system, and it sets in motion a variety of, of dangerous internal mechanisms that can ultimately lead to debilitating conditions, including heart disease. So we want to release as little cortisol as possible. And people who are in good relationships or people who experience positive emotions, let's, let's forget relationships even for a moment, but who have either trained themselves or sometimes they're just, you know, these people who are naturally easygoing, naturally good-natured, naturally feel good things, uh, naturally uh, appreciate a lot and feel gratitude, these people, they actually have less of that cortisol being released. And, you know, we're all going to experience stress, I mean, actual stressful conditions. It's not possible to be in a human state without that, but they will have a lot less of this damaging hormone released when they're under stress if they are sharing a loving relationship with someone or if they tend to have happier, more positive emotions. And one way to have more positive emotions every day is by listening to our show with its positivity in so many ways about so many topics by so many great guests and here in the very wise words of our health guru Beverly Nadler is why you should be listening each and every day. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day. A way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy. Make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. Folks, let's have that happen, and let's have that happen now. Simply go to Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and friends.com. And once you do that, you will see my picture on the upper left. And what you want to do is click on that, 
right under the picture the word follow, and you will be apprised of every show, every guest, every topic. So do become a loyal listener. Uh, do get our emails so you'll never miss a show. We certainly have a bunch of extraordinary ones coming up in the next couple of days, and we have them every day. Thank you for that amazing poem, Beverly Nadler. Uh, whatever you do, you certainly do it at 110%. Thank you, my dear friends, and you are one of the people that I love and um, because of that, because of our relationship. I believe that I have less stress in my life because you are there for me and I'm there for you, and it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful relationship, and it's not that difficult uh, for people to have at least one person in their life that they can feel that way about, loving them unconditionally, which is very difficult, by the way, for humans, <laughs> except yes. perhaps <laughs> babies and pets. Um, most, quotes normal people will feel unconditional love for babies and pets and put up with a lot. But, you know, the difficult it may be, but the closer we can come to having a loving consciousness, the healthier we will be and the healthier our heart will be, especially if you also follow the recommendations in our two previous shows, part one and part two, that were this month, the first week and the second week, both Thursdays, how to prevent and heal from a heart attack or stroke. We talked about the physical things that are important, your nutrition, exercise, taking care of your, uh, your nervous system, your immune system. So I advise and highly recommend that you tune into those shows also if you are, in fact, looking to have a healthier heart, and we all should be looking to have that. Yes, and uh, they just uh, go to the archives. It's one is one week back, the other is exactly two weeks ago, because uh, these are Beverly Nadler's extraordinary shows on the heart and health, and you don't want to miss any of them. Thank you, Joyce. Yeah, it was a pleasure for me actually to research them because you know, in the midst of life and all that goes on, we sometimes forget some of the things that are truly important. So when I have the opportunity to go back over and say, wow, now I realize how important this is, let me put this back into my life. And, you know, if you, if you do that, I want to say sometimes when we go back and we say we've left something out, don't criticize yourself. Don't feel angry, upset at yourself for having. Be grateful and say thank you to yourself because self-love also is so important. Be grateful that you're beginning again to do some of the important things that will help you have a happier and healthier heart. And by the way, I want to mention, um, when I was talking about the research before, uh, the University of Pittsburgh found happily married women have a much lower risk of heart disease than those in stressful relationships. So, and uh, that doesn't mean you have to be married, <laughs> it actually is saying, but the people who have less stress in their life or can figure ways to um, dissolve some of that stress. And actually, at uh, this particular point, I want to recommend one of my e-books online, which is all about how to deal with stress, how to handle stress. And that book can be found on the website, www. By Oh, my goodness, you just cut out, Beverly Nadler. You yeah, just I heard cut a strange sound at this end. I don't know what it was. Technical I don't know stuff. either, but you have to repeat uh, what you just said. It cut out. Go ahead. What I said is, since I was talking about stress, there is a book that I am offering to your listeners, and it's a free ebook. It's not just a few pages. It is an ebook. It's on the site www Beverly not Beverly Nadler. It's on the site www.vibrationalharmony.biz, and it, that site is all about the business of health. So there is a, a book there that you can download for free on how to handle stress, since stress, of course, is the you know it's the major thing that uh, does us under and causes all kinds of diseases. Okay, let's get back to what we're talking about now, and this is 
obviously, how to heal and take care of her heart emotionally. And you've probably heard the expression, open your heart. And you sometimes wonder, like, what do you mean open my heart? The heart is is more than a physical organ. And the Institute of Heart Mast, that is a real place that has been around, founded in 1991. It's a nonprofit research and education institute in California. And they are doing some extraordinary research on the heart. And I'm going to share some of the fascinating facts that I've gotten from studying some of their work. Now, what this heart math, and there is a website, go to www.heartmath.org. The Integrate Neuroscience, Biochemistry, Cardiology, Physiology, Psychology, and Physics. And they offer programs, information, tools, and techniques to assist people in understanding and accessing what they call the intelligence of the heart. And so I'm going to tell you a little about the intelligence of the heart right now. The heart starts beating in the fetus before the brain is formed. The heart's electromagnetic field, in other words, the energy that is coming from the heart, is the most powerful magnetic energy produced by the body. It is approximately 5,000 times greater than the energy from the brain. Its field is within every cell of your body, and it radiates outside of us. It can be measured. Now, we're talking about the energy of the heart. It can be measured up to 8 to 10 feet away with sensitive detectors. And it is picked up by the people around you. In other words, when you're feeling loving feelings, and even if you're not thinking specifically about a person, a specific person, if there are people around you and you are feeling these feelings coming from your heart, this loving feeling, People are going to respond to that, even if they don't know what it is. Your yes. heart has it. Did you want to say Continue, something? Continue, please. No, no, no. I heard a pregnant pause, so I said, please continue. Okay. It's, your heart has its own independent nervous system. It's a complex system, and it's referred to as the brain in the heart. There are at least 40,000 neurons. Neurons are nerve cells in the heart, as many as are located in various regions of the brain. The heart's brain and nervous system relay information back to the physical brain. So there's a two-way communication system between the brain in our head and the brain in our heart. In the 1970s, scientists made a startling discovery. They knew that the body's nervous system connected the brain and heart, but the startling discovery was that the brain didn't make all the decisions. Sometimes when the brain sent its directions, its orders, which come in this it, they come in the form of vibrations. Everything comes in the form of vibrations. So they send it to the heart via the nervous system. The heart doesn't automatically obey. It doesn't always respond to the brain's signals or instructions as expected. This is uh, remarkable, and exactly what things will come out of it that will assist us is yet to be known. The Heart Math Institute is constantly checking and and researching and using different instrumentation to find out how we can better use this intelligence of the heart. Sometimes the heart responded as if it had its own logic. Researchers found that its response depended on the type of mental processing that it, the heart, was actually doing. And they found that the heart appeared to send its own vibrational messages back to the brain and that the brain understood and obeyed and they found that messages from the heart to the brain could override the brain's messages and they could influence a person's behavior, activity, and their health. 
So your heart, you see, is far more than just a physical organ. It's not just a mechanical beating of a hard-working pump. There is an intelligent language in the form of vibrations, and they influence how we perceive and react to the world and our life. And these vibrations are actually signals sent from the heart to the brain that often direct many areas of our All I can say is that's fascinating news, fascinating. I mean, where do you find these things, Beverly Navar? You always come up with on each and every show that which people had no idea were clueless about, and you make that positive impact. Thank you for that, Joyce. This is, um, does my heart good <laughs> when I find information? <laughs> I think, wow, this is going to be something wonderful. Uh, and people who get it, you know, not everybody does. They listen and it just goes, you know, in one ear and out the other. But those who get it, it means a lot. And let me explain this, too, also, because the energy field of the heart is 5,000 more pa- times more powerful than the brains. So just imagine this. People are doing affirmations and they're doing images and visualizations and all of these wonderful things, and they're thinking only in terms of how to impress the mind. Now imagine if using not just the brain and the mind, but also using this enormous, powerful magnetic field coming from the heart, how much more effective our affirmations and our visualizations and our mental imagery would be to create what we want in our life and especially to create a healthier, happier heart. And Beverly Nadler, um, what I wanted to ask you is when you search out these things, uh, are you running to a library? Do you have encyclopedias and books in your house? I'm always fascinated by the amount of knowledge you bring to the show with all that research. Well, thank you for that, Joyce. Well, I had probably about, I guess, three or 400 books that I can use as research. <laughs> Sometimes if I don't find what I'm looking for, I will go to the library. Um, I also receive newsletters that are not your popular media magazines. In addition, I do read regular magazines too, just like regular, you know, like like most people do. Uh, but I I receive these and I check them um, against different sources to make sure I'm not just spouting something from one source. That there are other ways of checking it. And you know, like your radio show is your life, so to speak, um, outside of your, your personal life. This is what's my life, is to continue to research and find this information, share it with my family, friends, and with your listeners. So thank you for asking. It, it is, And when I find something, it's like, you know, when you say that, that any, loving anything is positive, I get such a good feeling. Wow, this really makes me feel good, and it's going to impact on people who literally hear it and get it and maybe apply it in their life. I just want to expand on something you said. The show is my life. There are so many interconnections with it. It's not just about the show. It's every guest that impacts my life and makes a difference. It's the guests that we became very, very close friends and good friends. So it just has so many roads that lead to so many rewards that it is a paramount part of my life. You're absolutely correct about that. I'm very grateful uh, to the people uh, that have impacted the show and me personally. And I just want to say that tomorrow's show, uh, I have an interview with uh, a young man named Marcus Papadopoulos who wrote a whole story on me uh, that is, the link is on my Facebook page. It's such a long link. I have to get a shorter link. But the link is that he give he gives advice to journalists and other aspiring writers, he is someone that has won so many awards, countless awards on his journalism, 
Uh, he, he celebrated 12 years in journalism, interviewed some of the biggest names in music and entertainment. Uh, he uh, was the best of Long Island in arts and entertainment twice. Uh, the Hellenic News Hall of Fame induction by the Greek American community and honored as Journalist of the Year. So you do want to tune into that show tomorrow. Uh, Marcus Papadatos. I said by the show I'll, I'll get the pronunciation right, but the article is phenomenal. So uh, go to my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. And until we can figure out a shorter link to say on air, you'll find it up on Facebook. Back to you, Beverly. Well, I am so happy about that, Joyce, that you have been written up by someone who actually has such an impact on the community, and I'm really looking forward to that particular show, find out more about him, and perhaps he will say a few things about what he wrote about you, but um, if not, I'd be delighted to be reading this in that article. So kudos to you for having that happen, and congratulations, and it is so well-deserved. Thank you so very, very much, Beverly Nadler. So it's all about my radio career and some other interesting facts. Do check it out. Back to you. Okay. Okay. So let me tell you what gives you access to the intelligence of your heart. They are heart emotions, love, caring, compassion, forgiveness, gratitude, appreciation. That's when I said that this show is not just about love, it is about these positive emotions. The, all of these emotions are core heart emotions. When you're stressed, these core emotions cannot be activated. You cannot access the intelligence of your heart. When you're in a state of anxiety, fear, anger, resentment, frustration, it's not possible because there is no vibrational harmony between these negative emotions and the intelligence of your heart. This is why I said I will be giving you an exercise so that if you are feeling the stress and you can stop for a moment, and sometimes it takes a moment to just stop and breathe and allow yourself to get out of that state and do this very simple exercise, it will make a difference. But before I give you this exercise, what I want is to share this amazing story that I told you about at the very beginning of the show, true story. And the reason I'm sharing that is because it is almost unbelievable the degree to which the core emotions, the heart emotions, can actually keep one in good health. So this comes actually, um, was written in a book, um, which, which was called Return from Tomorrow. A psychiatrist wrote about it, and interestingly, that particular psychiatrist um, also is a near-death experience survivor. Uh, he, he understood that there is so many levels and so many different dimensions and so many things within this world in which we live. So here's the story that he tells. At the end of World War II, Dr. Ritchie, who was a soldier at the time, was part of the team assigned to a concentration camp responsible for getting medical and other help to the newly liberated prisoners, many of whom were Jews from Holland, France, and Eastern Europe. In his book, Dr. Ritchie reveals that walking through the barracks and seeing the effect of starvation and deprivation of the prisoners was the most shattering experience he had ever had in his life. And many of the liberated prisoners died in spite of the team's efforts to save them. They were just too far gone. At the camp, he met one of the inmates, a man with an unpronounceable Polish name that the Americans called Wild Bill because of his, um, his hair and his posture, particularly. And it was obvious to Dr. Ritchie that this man hadn't been there long because, as he tells it, his posture was erect, his eyes bright, his energy it could not be defeated. 
and he was fluent in five languages. So Wild Bill became an unofficial translator, and the team came to him with all sorts of problems. And Dr. Ritchie continues, he said, though Wild Bill worked 15 to 16 hours a day, he showed no signs of weariness. The rest of us, and these were the people, you know, the, who had come to liberate the ones who were dying, the rest of us were drooping with fatigue, and he seemed to gain strength. His compassion for his fellow prisoners glowed on his face, and it was to this glow that I came when my own spirits were low. Now, one day, Wild Bill's papers came to him, and to his astonishment, Dr. Ritchie learned that Wild Bill had been in this concentration camp for six years, living on the same starvation diet, sleeping in the same airless, disease-ridden barracks as everyone else, and yet he suffered no physical or mental deterioration. And then he heard Wild Bill's remarkable story. And this is quoted from the book. This is Wild Bill speaking. We lived in the Jewish section of Warsaw. He began slowly. The first words I heard him speak about himself, my wife, our two daughters, and our three little boys. When the Germans reached our street, they lined everyone against a wall and opened up with machine guns. I begged to be allowed to die with my family, but because I spoke German, they put me in a work group. He paused, perhaps seeing again his wife and children. I had to decide right then whether to let myself hate the soldiers who had done this. It was an easy decision, really. I was a lawyer. In my practice, I had seen too often what hate could do to people's minds and bodies. Hate had just killed the six people who mattered most to me in the world, and I decided then that I would spend the rest of my life, whether it was a few days or many years, loving every person I came in contact with. That's a quote of exactly what Wild Bill said. Loving every person has the power that had kept a man well, healthy, in the face of every deprivation. It's very inspiring indeed. Very, very inspiring. And uh, it folks, is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was no, going to say that. I was going to say, please continue to get inspired by listening to us each and every day. Uh, Beverly, uh, about the other emotions. Do you find them equally important, each and every one having a place like a piece in a puzzle? Because I would say that they're all very relevant and very important for heart health. Forgiveness, Absolutely. gratitude, they're all, relevant all those and things. very important. But the, the ability to um, create love oversees all of them, and it includes all of them. You see, all of them are, are naturally part of it. Compassion is a part of it. When you feel love, you feel joy, you feel gratitude, you feel appreciation. All of these, and certainly forgiveness, all of this is part of this, this love. His love, that consciousness, seems impossible. And it's, it's extremely difficult for people to even think about it or attempt to say, well, I'm going to do that. But the fact is, and the point of the story, is to recognize the healing energy that can come from being able to put oneself into that state, to have that expansion of consciousness, to raise your vibrations, to radiate a powerful, positive, magnetic energy field that resonates with God and with love and a feel that And I just want to say that forgiveness is so important and perhaps the hardest one uh, to forgive that I wrote a poem about it to drive the point home and here it is. Forgiveness, an original poem by yours truly, Joyce Barry. How do I forgive? 
how do I let go? You hurt me so bad, and you know this is so. How could you, I ask? I am reminded every day. The pain is so intense, it just won't go away. You really were cruel. What you did was obscene. You left me devastated. How could you be so mean? When truth be told, I knew that the healing key was to forgive you, not for your sake, but for me. And so I forgive you, but I may never forget what you did to me that you don't even regret. Without this healing, which is so dramatic, forever my life would be totally traumatic. And so I forgive you, though what you did was a sin. I am forgiving you, so the healing can begin. healing can begin. So if you really know in your heart of hearts that forgiveness is for your healing, they can do what they want with your forgiveness. How they take it, accept it, reject it is their choice. But your choice to forgive is for your own healing. And getting back uh, on love in the heart, I just want to share just a few of my favorite quotes uh, that I think are are fun and uh, you'll enjoy to get on a lighter note here. Love at first sight is cured by the second look. The, uh, the secret of a happy marriage remains a secret. Love is never having to say you're sorry. I say it is a good thing to say it anyway. So I want to make a point about that. And there is a place you can touch a woman that will drive her crazy, her heart. And finally, anyone can make you happy by doing something special, but only someone special can make you happy without doing anything. And I just wanted to share those few quotes uh, to really tie it up about love and the connection and all of that. Back to you, uh, Evelyn. I love those quotes, and I'd like to add two to that. Where there is great love, there are always miracles. And that's by Willa Cather, an American novelist and Pulitzer Prize winner. And Leo Tzu, a Chinese philosopher, said, being deeply loved by someone gives you strength, while having someone deeply, by loving someone deeply, gives you courage. So then there are so many quotes, and you know it's a good thing for people when they want to get into a positive, loving state to actually go to either a book or you can go online and look for these quotes because when you read things or see things that have to do with love, it goes into your consciousness. It affects you, and, and it assists you in creating a, a loving state of mind. Absolutely. And I generally make sure that I have quotes in every show because what I recognize is that people may not remember a story, a message as much as the quote. Often it's the quote that will impact them and make that positive difference. So love and joy and happiness are things I focus on each and every day. I've learned that it doesn't just pop up out of nowhere, even though it can, but really putting your attention on being happy. As Voltaire said, I I choose to be happy. It's good for my health. And along with that, I just want to share this poem also set to music by Ted Siuka. I'm happy, 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 and just why is this so? The people I call friends are a pleasure to know. I love my world of contacts. They are all very cool, 
always upbeat and positive, very wise, no one a fool. My live radio show and the message it sends is live your best life here, Joyce Barry and friends. We advise you, we support you to be very healthy. We teach you, we want you to be very wealthy. Join us in a home business. We will give you a choice. Be your own boss, make money and rejoice. All that we recommend has been put to the test. Each and every one is simply the best. Live your very best life as well you should. Listen to Success Coach Joyce. Be happy, be healthy, and feel so good. What a goal. Be happy, be healthy, and feel so good. And speaking about being healthy, you really want to check out Beverly Nadler's official website, which is Beverly Nadler, N-A-D-L-E-R, BeverlyNadler.com. Beverly, tell them what's special about your website. I know you shared the other one. Tell them about your official one. Well, this one shares a lot of articles on health and on healing and nutrition. My poetry is on there, my coaching, testimonials on my coaching, a lot about the mind. It is an educational website, and um, I'm going to say I highly recommend it. I wrote it with love, and uh, my books are on there that you can click on them and find out if these are books that you would like to possess because there's a tremendous amount of information in them. As Joyce said, information is what I'm all about, and I put it together in ways that people can understand it. So I highly recommend that you do go to the website. We'll get winding down now, so I want very much Wait one second. I just wrote this poem, two-line poem. When you want the information... Where is the destination? BeverlyNadler.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I when you that. want the health just... information, where is the destination? BeverlyNadler.com. Okay, my personal Thank plug. Thank you for that. I love it. Well, I want to just stress something, the importance of self-love. It's not egotistical. It's not vain. It's a gift we must give to ourselves because in order to love others we must have love in our hearts and we can't give something we don't have self-love leads to self-esteem self-confidence it also enhances our ability to create more of what we want in our lives and it definitely is good for your health louise hay Uh, the founder of Hay House, motivational speaker and author who passed away recently after a long life. She said, if we really love ourselves, everything in our life works. So keep that in mind also. It is not egotistical. I want to give you this one exercise before we close. So quietly, just quietly, listen to this. You could always listen to this show again, which I also advise and hear this. Focus on your heart area. Before that, some deep breathing. Release stress in any way that you know how so that you can focus consciously and activate a feeling of love. Putting your hand on your heart may help. It often does help. So you breathe rhythmically, gently, eyes closed, and you can activate this feeling of love simply by bringing to mind a person a pet, even a place, an event, whatever activates the positive feelings of love. And if it's not of love, then of gratitude of these other core heart emotions. And stay in that state, just breathing and feeling the core emotions. About 30 seconds is all you need. Open your eyes, smile, and resume your day. This is a very simple exercise, but if it's done daily, especially um, if you do it more than once or even a few times a week, believe it or not, it will help lower your blood pressure. It will create more harmony in your nervous system. It will improve brain function and even help to normalize your hormonal system. Isn't that a wonderful thing? That's how important the heart is and how important these 
core heart emotions are to open your heart and allow you to do the kind of self-healing that is essential to have a healthy, happy life and, of course, a wonderfully healthy heart. Sounds good to me, Ms. Nadler. Sounds good to me. What message do you want to leave our audience with? Create positive feelings, folks. Create them. You can do that. You have positive feelings of love, of joy, of peace, compassion, of gratitude. It feels good. It releases healing brain chemicals. It's good for your health and especially good for your heart. And I'd like to leave you with this poem, Love Changes Everything. When you're feeling sad and kind of blue and wondering what you ought to do, gently put your hands on your heart and smile. Think of someone you love, and in a little while the sadness will go and your soul will sing because love changes everything. When people are sharp and treat you unkind, send them love anyway and pay them no mind, for the love you send will come back to you, bringing blessings to all that you do. You'll feel more alive, and your soul will sing, because love changes everything. What makes you laugh fills you with delight. What warms you on a cold winter's night? What you cherish, the fragrance of spring? What makes you soar on an eagle's wing? Who brings a smile to your lips in spite of it all? Who makes your heart jump when you hear the call? Whose touch can soothe your worry and pain. Who do you want to be with again and again? All of these and many more represent what you adore. The mere thought of them transforms how you feel, for love has the power to heal. When someone you know has a bad day and you can't think of the right words to say, smile and send love their way, and their gloomy mood won't be able to stay. Their heart will be lighter and their soul will sing because your love changes everything. Wow, wow, wow. That's so beautiful and so Beverly Nadler. Really, really appreciate it. Love changes everything. And when you have that unconditional love for a friend as we do for each other, it doesn't mean you don't disagree doesn't mean you have totally different opinions on things it means you agree to disagree and it's all okay and you don't stay angry more than seconds <laughs> when you're upset with each other for whatever reason just by virtue of being human it comes with the territory so folks uh, i want to end uh with my special prayer for all of you and that is May yesterday be the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May today be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories, and manifesting marvelous miracles. So that is my special personal prayer for all of you. And folks, go out and make someone happy today. It is. It might take a random act of kindness. It might be as simple as a phone call. It could be just about anything, paying for the car behind you at a toll booth. We did shows on random acts of kindness. Look that up in our archives. But that is so important in today's world. Make them happy, and I promise you the happiness comes back to you, the law of attraction. And in closing, we invite you to sing along with us, dance along with us, and laugh along with us. And you can do that right here, right now, to the Joyce Barry Mash. I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. 
From the speakers of my laptop I heard a voice It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce He did the mash The Joyce Barry mash Joyce Barry mash She is a coaching smash He did the mash You'll catch on in a flash He did the mash The Joyce Barry mash I felt so inspired by her show And her poetry was just so good, you know I want to listen to Joyce again and again As Joyce would say, if not now, when? He did the mash The Joyce Barry mash Joyce Barry mash She is a coaching smash He did the mash You'll catch on in a flash He did the mash The Joyce Barry mash Joyce knows all about having fun She's a home business wizard and she's just begun She's a coaching sensation for not just me or you or her It's for everyone You can mash Do the Joyce Barry mash Joyce Barry mash She's a home business smash Then you can mash You'll catch on in a flash Then you can mash do the Joyce Barry mash. Have a fantastic day and listen to Joyce Barry and friends. <laughs>